Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're on for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, Soto? What's up? I'm What's tired. Up? It's been a long, long weekend of wrestling. Long day, long weekend. I'm still recovering. Still recovering. <laughs> so good hefty dose. Good hefty dose. So, you know, broke down all out. I may as well enjoy doing that. Breaking Hours and hours of wrestling for AW, but team matches. I mean, sheesh. yeah, so now a little more easier on this side. Uh, very simple and very uh, energetic and enjoyable. Uh, Clash of the Castle was a thriller. This was definitely a big win, not just for wrestling, not just for WWE, but for international wrestling. Be able to go outside of the United States and put out a sellout crowd, a box office crowd. And have the enjoyment of what it was in Wales. It's just like you, you seventy thousand people. You can go. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And you already wonder, see seventy thousand outside the U.S. You know, I wonder. Most, I wonder. I wonder because of like how loud they were and how invested they were. If if they considered doing the WrestleMania out there, that's the rumor. I know. I know Saudi Arabia is like. What they really want to do, but there's been a lot yeah, of yeah. No, I don't think that yeah. Saudi Arabia, yeah, they'll have, they'll have their big events, but the WrestleMania in like England or or, or you know, but there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on. I think Saudi Saudi Arabia would probably be the first one they'll do. Yeah. Um, but if they go England, if they go somewhere in in in. In Western Europe, I think they'll be they'll have a bigger, better showing. Yeah, and why? Because this was a fantastic crowd from from from, from top to finish, from opening match to the end to the, to the main event. So let's get right into it. We had the six man um, tag match: Madcap Moss and Street Profits beat Austin Theory in the Alpha Academy. Um, fun, simple, easy. Um, Erson Madcap Moss got his big. His, had his big victory a couple weeks ago. Uh, I feel like it would have been like two months, it feels like. But still, he's going on a tear. He's definitely a fan favorite. Going with the Street Profits, another fan favorite. Face versus heel. You can't really go wrong by going with the face of the win here. Um, short and quick, six and a half minutes. Um, when do you think they break up the Street Profits? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of seems like they they've teased it for a while. Like like you know, we've seen like a like a more of like an aggressive side of um Montez Ford, but I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I think it would be sooner than later because they see more potential in Ford. Yeah. Um, and if that happens, then I I feel like Dawkins is going to be one who's going to be lost in the shuffle. Oh no, because Dawkins is like the ultimate hype man. Four, yeah, four. but I, I feel like you you have to keep them together. You know, you you still need to build that tag team division that's been you know kind of struggling. Um, so yeah, I I I, I wouldn't do it no time soon, but I, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if it if it did happen soon. You know, gotcha. So yeah, and we were seeing on Monday night how that um. That panned out because Braun Strowman made his return and annihilated everybody in that ring. So shout out to Braun, shout out to Braun Strowman. Glad to see him back. Glad to see him back. Glad to see him doing his thing now. Now he's essentially home. You know, we don't know how control how that control your narrative wrestling EC three is, but you know he's he's back in the big leagues, baby. So moving forward, just was pretty. Um, I think it's probably one of the better women's tag matches in a while. Uh, Damage Control, which is, as we all know, is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Uh, they defeat Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka via pinfall. The only notable thing that I took from this that will be a foreshadow into the future um, Bailey is the one that gets the win who pins Bianca Belair. So I ask you, do you think? 
Bailey defeats Bianca Belair for the women's championship down the line? Uh I I don't know yet. I feel like it could be a possibility. You know, damage control right now has all the momentum right now. And, you know, in the upcoming, you know, uh, next week on Raw, you know, you have Raquel Gonzalez and and, uh, Aaliyah defending against EO Sky and Dakota in which we might see new champions there. I feel like if, I feel like, that kind of sets the tone. If EO and Dakota win the titles, you might think that Bailey then, then the yeah, there's a strong possibility we might see Bailey as the one who takes the title away from Bianca. Okay. In a powerhouse match, um, I've grown to be a big fan of them. I know you've enjoyed seeing them in NXT. And Pam is back. They're uh they're backing up Gunther and they defeat he Gunther himself defeats Sheamus by pin by uh by pinfall. Absolutely, so, I think that was the the match of the night. That I uh, you know what I'm gonna double down. That was the match of the weekend. Okay. Out of all promotions, I can see why you would go that get, yeah. get that route. Everything um, was just perfect. It was a brawl. It was everything you expected it to be. So Gunther remains. Um, I see champ. Mm-hmm. The dope part about it is that both of these folk, both of them, actually all of them here, are heavily, heavily favorited in Europe. So the fact you had Gunther win overseas, Shaman, who's from the area, took a loss, but got a huge ovation after the match. My question to you is, do you think that Sheamus is on his way out? No, no. No, be. no, no. I just listen. You you got to put the 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 new guy over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's the right call. Um, and you're introducing a, a new group. You're bringing back Imperium, so you have to put, um, uh, you have to give them momentum. And then I feel like this was the the better decisions. This is another one for, for um Triple H because you know he brings up Giovanni Vinci, which. His character wasn't doing that bad in NXT 2.0, but reuniting him with Kazer and with Gunther, it's absolutely perfect. You have Imperium, and to be honest with you, they're 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 gonna be ones to look out. You know, you have to look out for going forward, especially like if they stay on SmackDown, because who knows, they might be a threat to the bloodline. Mm, okay, they, I honestly do believe that. And, you know, everything they did in NXT, it was just, uh, you know, great. So now, you know, everybody was confused, you know, when they uh, first originally, you know, broke up in which, you know, Vinci left them. But now Vinci comes back. The whole gang is reunited. Well, you know, the big three, uh, them three. So um, I'm definitely invested in, in, in Imperium and curious to see what happens with them next. Moving forward for the women's smack for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan defeats Shayna Baszler by pinfall. This was huge. Um, I think Baszler will have her time, but Liv Morgan is the hot piece right now. And the fact that that uh, Liv Morgan won clean says a lot about what they what Triple H and WWE really how they feel about Liv Morgan. And I feel like the fact that you have this win, it was a, go- a solid match, 11 minutes, 11 minutes, two seconds, how long the match went. And it was a very enjoyable match. No complaints here. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally thought, you know, I had Liv winning the match, but um, she won by pinfall and convincingly. And, yeah, you know, and all these, all these counters to Shayna's, you know, submission moves, um, you got to give credit to um, WWE for for finding a way to make Liv Morgan a credible champion, a, a champion who's not a joke, you know, and and not just a, a pretty face. So right. that's that that I I feel like that's what they were trying to avoid. Um, and you know, you, leading up to the match, you saw Liv Morgan training with Riddle. Um and seeing how to counter, you know, uh, different types of submission moves, 
um since you know Shane is a submission specialist so um it was it was nice to see that you know um Liv Morgan came out uh you know coming out as champ and you're right uh you know Shayna had her time in NXT um sh- she hasn't had that that dominant run from NXT yet in the main roster it'll be a better time for she gets that i think right but, now it's it's looks like yeah. but yeah I mean, to be to be honest you know this match could lead to a triple threat match i feel like we might see Shayna versus Liv versus Ronda that would be a, a yeah so so um Another tag match, Edge and Edge and Rey Mysterio, who is accompanied by Dominic. Um, they beat the Judgment Day, and um, it finally happened. You said it for a long time. I've said it for a while. Listen, it's at some point they have to break up, and Dom has officially turned on Ray, officially joined Judgment Day. Um, my thing is if you've noticed. Everything that Dom did was a exact copycat of what Ray of what Eddie did so many years ago. Exactly the same mannerisms. He's got the same haircut. I, I don't know if anybody realized that. He's got Eddie's haircut, which is kind of funny. And then all of a sudden comes up, sorry, dad, da da da, and just lays out Ray and walks the ring after previously low blowing Edge. Right. And it was though, because Edge showed a lot of love. Edge wore the lucha mask. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was something. Pop. Yeah, that was something uh, interesting. Something new. Um, yeah. So just I, maybe I just, they become a tag team. I um I think for the time being, um. But you know, here's the thing: Judgment Day, and and just two quick points. Um, I personally feel like they dropped the ball here. Um, Edge and Rey Mysterio did not need the victory. It would have been better if the Judgment Day picked up the victory. The, the Judgment Day can't afford to keep on losing. They mm-hmm. lose all credibility. They lose all momentum. And sure enough, that's what exactly what happened. But now, you know, after what we saw, you know, uh, Dominic seeming, you know, obviously turning on edge, sounding on his father, and then what happened on uh, Monday Night Raw, in which he fully, fully joined the Judgment Day, um... That's something you can build up on, and you know, again, their momentum is rising again. Just don't keep on with the inconsistencies. Like, all right, have them dominate for two weeks, and then have them take the pinfall for the next two. Like, there's there's been a lot of inconsistencies with the Judgment Day. So I hope, um, you know, listen, the ball's in their court. I hope they 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 run with it. Um, I just feel like the Judgment Day just got bigger, right? Right, and better. So now, so and, and better, you know, slightly better. Uh, so now they're four, you know, against Edge and Dom. So I feel like, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, against Edge and Ray. So I feel like they're and and I saw this one tweet, and I apologize because you know I wish I can uh name who I saw it from, but I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Ray is all about family, family, family. There's a certain family from NXT that recently just left NXT. Mm-hmm. And that's the um, Legado de Fantasma. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were called up and teamed up with, you know, um, with Ray and, and Edge, that's something that, you know. It's a win-win, essentially. Exactly. Ray's all about Familia. Maybe he calls in a favor. And and who knows? Who knows? So um, that's something that you can uh, you know uh, put out there. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see. And obviously Monday Night Raw, it's confirmed that next week we're going to get Dominic Mysterio versus Edge, which will be a big, a big, a big one. Considering he's now it's now down by himself, so now yeah. it's okay. We spent what two years, two and a half years building you up as a, as a wrestler. So now you got your, you know, 10 12 matches. I will not be surprised if Edge puts them over. Listen, this is Edge's final run. This is Edge's final run. And this is a new gimmick for Dom that, you know what? From what I've saw on Monday Night Raw with his mannerisms, his, his, his new look and whatnot, this is something that can really, really work. So. If this is what WWE believes in, then this is what's going to happen, and we'll see how that goes. Absolutely. Um, one of the most emotionally charged matches of the night 
Uh, Seth freaking Rollins beats Matt Riddle by pinfall. This rivalry is going to last a good couple of months. Um, Riddle's going to be a star after this. Rollins is going to be who he is. Probably the best wrestler, top you know, pound for pound on the roster, as one could debate. Um, this was fantastic. It was fun. Um, you led, you had a, an emotionally charged riddle, try and do whatever you can, almost as disqualified using the chair and trying to just, just trying to just murder Rollins for anything going on. All for Rollins to come up and use a veteran move, use his calmness and wisdom over the the angry riddle and secure the win. Also, that curve stomp from like top rope, the top rope, second rope was a uh, pretty beast. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I think WWE got right by going with Rollins winning because if, if Riddle won, then there's no point having a rematch. I think you're going to have Rollins probably win again and then Riddle wins it all to, to finish it out. So however long it takes for him to get to that point, um, we're going we're gonna to wait and see. But this was – it was the, the entire pay-per-view up to this point has been really good with quality of matches, the emotion – the excitement. Fantastic. So, and at last, we get to the main event. So, Roman Reigns sadly wins <laughs> by defeating Drew McIntyre via pinfall. Um, DraftKings had a huge thing going on with the Usos show up, will Karrion Cross show up, who will be factors involved with the matches, any interference. So it wasn't the Usos. It wasn't Karrion Cross, even though him and Scarlett were ringside. Theory tried to cash in again, only get hit with the mean right hook of the European legend, Tyson Fury. It was it was nice. Just put him right out. It was hilarious. But uh family that happens to show up again. So for everybody wondering who the new cult was going to be that WWE did not bring up, was very on the radar for the past couple of weeks, uh, Solo Sokoa is now up on the main roster. And anybody knows who Solo Sokoa is by the name, uh, is the, I believe, the youngest brother with the Usos. If yes, I'm, if I'm he's the, correctly, he's the, uh, yeah, he's the youngest of the he's the third USO, but the he's also the youngest. He'd be the youngest USO to date to make his professional debut on WWE. Um, came in to interfere, pull the ref back, uh, reveal himself to be who he is. Won that with McIntyre, and Reigns wins, quote unquote, by himself. So no Jane Jimmy. Uh, apparently they were hurt, but the word is, is that they weren't allowed. They're not allowed to travel yeah, internationally, right? So I guess maybe for like legal troubles. I think Jay, right? Jay has the DWI case he's fighting right now, and I think Jimmy has some other stuff he's got to deal with. Um, but now the one are able to fly. Paul Heyman is still claiming injury. Mm-hmm. He's not around. Selling that shit. Yeah, the the, the power bomb, the, the F five to uh. <laughs> from Brock from uh SummerSlam still aching him. Um he was not there, so this was Roman by himself, who I think did really well. Um I think him by himself uh showed that he can do it by himself, albeit you know, some interference. But when it came out by himself, acknowledged me, did everything, he was still very imposing, very he did very well for himself. Drew had the crowd um loudest pop of the night. Um had the whole whole country behind him, only to come short, sadly. Tom, uh Tyson Fury comes out, starts singing after to uh show love to the uh the city as they both start singing together. The sweet Caroline and uh Bye Bye Miss American Pie. I don't know if you sung along. I sung along a little bit, only because I knew <laughs> I, I knew those two songs. Tyson is not bad. He's kind of like, oh, I just, I, I just thought it was, it was, it was a weird way to end the show because I felt like, like if McIntyre would have won that match, 
than than what happened you know after like of them you know singing to the crowd it would have made so, so much like better it would have been a much greater moment right but you know the fact that you know Roman Reigns retains I'm not mad at that I, I honestly thought McIntyre was was going to defeat him I thought so too it, I, it made perfect sense you're, you're home yeah this yeah you know, the whole this the whole this behind, just tells me behind you this just tells me that Reigns is probably going to be champion till mania season i thought i thought if there was one one way or one moment or one time that he was going to drop the belts it was going to be a clash at the castle to mcintyre so uh the the decision to have reigns uh continuous champion it is surprising and it's not surprising obviously they're gonna bank on the more market you know marketable guy um but you know they did have an opportunity to flip the script here and have McIntyre win. Um, I love the fact that they, they brought, you know, uh, broken dreams, uh, you know, which was McIntyre's like original theme song into a, into a video package, which, you know, kind of like summarized McIntyre's, you know, uh, career. So that was uh, pretty dope. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, from here on out. Like, you know, where does McIntyre go from this? When is Theory actually going to cash in? Um, you know, wh- who's going to be Roman's next opponent? Could it be Karrion Cross? Um, you know, with Solo, is he now going to feud with with uh, McIntyre? There's so many uh, like unanswered questions that you know right. we'll probably get some answers to um this upcoming episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So it's a couple days away. We only wonder what's gonna go down. Um. So and that concluded for class for class, which classic cast was probably. I give it a I give it an A, even A minus. The A plus would have been if if McIntyre won. Okay. That from a fan perspective, we all wanted yeah. that to happen, even though you know Reigns won. I'm gonna give it an A minus, if. And and I'm only going to take the grades down is because if if McIntyre won, it's, it would have been a perfect paper. Right, right. So now we move on to part dose, part two, um, in which you know on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday it was uh WWE NXT Worlds Collide, uh, we had five matches, um, you know. It, starting to kick off things you have to set the tone for the for the event so you had uh the nxt north american champion carmelo hayes versus ricochet and two wrestlers who are so good at what they do they're so and you know what's crazy they are so similar um in terms of athleticism um you know and and how they execute you know certain spots and whatnot and you know i I love the intro uh with carmelo hayes you know with all the names of of the of his opponents that he defeated in in jerseys Mm -hmm. so um yeah that was pretty pretty awesome obviously you know these are two stars two bright stars and you know hayes is the future you know uh right now um ricochet is is the present he is the president. He is he's the one called up. He's the one on SmackDown, uh, putting on phenomenal shows week in, week out. But but Carmelo Hayes is the future. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway from this match was there was a spot where um, you know, they springboard and they they both kind of like read each other's well, did each other's the same move, mm-hmm. and they both hit a, a double crossbody and they collided mid-air. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, obviously, you know, um, Carmelo Hayes is, is, is not gonna, you know, be anybody by himself. You know, he has to have that little, that little, little edge, trick, if you will, a trick being the X factor in this match, uh, provided, uh, you know, the trick the man, trick Williams, for those yeah. who don't know who the trick is, right. Um, providing you know the the interference, the distraction, and then that's where you know Hayes uh caught Ricochet in a small package to pick up the victory. So um, 
you know, I'm not I'm not mad at the way things ended because another person would have been like, oh, uh, another small package to end the show. I mean, to end the match, but you can't have Ricochet look weak. So, you know, a, a small package, it won't hurt Ricochet's value because, mm-hmm. all right, the distraction and whatnot. Now, if if Hay- if Hayes, you know, beat him, cl- you know, cleanly, like, you know, like he usually does to his opponents, then that's a, then I would have been like, eh, that kind of hurts Ricochet a little bit. But no, it, it was actually uh, perfect executed. So we move on uh, to the Fatal 4 elimination match uh, to unify the NXT and the NXT UK Tag Team Champions, in which I think nobody, I mean, listen, th- they'll probably have some fans, but I certainly did not expect pretty deadly to defeat the Creed Brothers, Gallus, uh, uh, Briggs, and Jensen to unify uh, both uh, tag team championships. Um, you know, uh, Briggs and Jensen, uh, well, my my heart said Creed Brothers, but my mind said Gallus. Briggs and Jensen were eliminated first. Once Gallus was eliminated, I was like, wait, uh, something seems kind of off here. Um and because I, I honestly thought Gallus and, and Creed Brothers were going to be the two remaining teams, but no, it was uh, Creed Brothers and Pretty Deadly. And then I think I think it was uh, I'm not going to say it's surprising because I feel like something like was off, you know, with uh, Damon Kemp, but that's exactly what happened. Damon Kemp um, hit Julius uh, with the chair. Uh, allowing Pretty Deadly to capitalize on that, um, and they become new champions. And and to be honest with you, uh, what was most surprising is um, before you know the events uh, took place, Roger Strong was shown in the parking lot, laid out and bloodied, and taken you know uh, to a medical facility or hospital or whatnot. And now I wonder if. Kemp took Strong out or if Strong and Kemp are working together because mm-hmm. Strong and Kemp weren't always close with each other. Right. So, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe this is, if if indeed Kemp took out Strong, um, then I guess Kemp is looking at a monster push. But if, you know, if it it's later revealed that Strong and Kemp were working together, um, that's that's very intriguing because it's like, all right, then Diamond Mine is is no longer in effect, and well, we'll see how you know we'll see how everything goes where you know everybody goes their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have uh the triple threat match to unify the NXT and NXT UK Women's Championships, in which we saw the your girl Mandy Rose. Uh, unify both championships. Um, I kind of knew this was happening. Um, you know, the fact that Blair Davenport was put in that match uh, from the get, I already knew she was the one who was going to be uh, being the one getting the pinfall. Um, so that did not surprise me. So, you know, by by process of elimination, I was like, all right, it's either Mandy or, or Mako. Um, and obviously they went with, uh, Mandy Rose. So she is the top, uh, NXT, uh, superstar in the women's division, uh, Mako who, you know, interestingly enough, she actually has an, uh, a match with, uh, uh, Roxanne Perez, uh, tonight in NXT. So we'll see how that goes and we'll cover that this weekend. But, um, you know, and then also shout Cor- out to Mandy, man. And then Cora J was kind of jealous that Mako uh, is going to be in a in a match with uh, Roxanne Perez, but uh, you know the dominant run of Mandy Rose uh, keeps on keeps on going. I I really, I really wonder who is going to be the one to dethrone her. Like Cora I, J. I, I don't I don't know I don't know I I really or don't Nikita Lions. I think it, it. I think it's going to be Nikita. You know what? You said Nikita, and I feel like Nikita might be the one. They're really high on Nikita. Uh, Cora, you know, she tried once, failed. Roxanne Perez tried but failed again. So, oh, and by the way, uh, Nikita hasn't hit me up yet. 
<laughs> I uh I made a TikTok. Oh my got my God. shot. Um yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh not surprising. I mean, listen, oh, B thanks. is a man B, B is a man of his word. He did say he was gonna shoot his shot. And well, I'm not gonna say it failed, but it, his his shoot his shot is still going in, you know, it's still in the process. It's an it's, it's, it's 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 out it's there. It's not an air ball, but it's 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 up there. So it might be a brick pretty soon. She, if she sees it, it's a brick. Or maybe yeah. you know, you know, in basketball when the ball is like right stuck at the rim. Yeah, it's probably one of those. It's probably one yeah. of those. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, so uh Mandy Rose uh unifies, and you know what? I, I think it's time. I think it's time. I and mean, people people might disagree with me. It's time to put some some respect on, on, on Mandy Rose because um you know, all she was seeing was as a pretty face, and the best move that that happened to her in her career was the move of going back to NXT and kind of reinventing herself. And she's done a tremendous job of doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to the NXT Women's uh, Tag Team Title Match, which it all w- was put randomly. Uh, you know, uh, just in a matter of a week. But nevertheless, Chance and Carter defeated Dewdrop and uh, Nikki Ash to retain, um, which I, I thought it was weird. It was it was a weird ending because you know Toxic Attraction comes out, they cost Dewdrop and, and Nikki Ash the the title match. So um, they appeared wonder- the fight the um uh the current Raw women's women's tag champions last night, but. I they'll be back in NXT again to to compete against somebody soon. Yeah, I, I mean it, it, it's it's really interesting because um, there's a lot of options. It's like, all right, is Toxic Attraction going to be called up? Is Dewdrop and Nikki going to be sent down? Um, are they gonna plan to do a triple threat match of Dewdrop, Nikki, uh, Chance, and Carter and Toxic Attraction? So there's a lot of multiple. Uh, things you can think about, but uh, overall, it was a solid match. Nothing, nothing special, but um, yeah, they 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 need to do more with with uh with the NXT Women's uh, Tag Team Division because you know right now I can only count like two or three legit tag women tag teams, so they need to add right. more to that. And then the the main event, the main event, uh, which was everything you can expect to happen uh braun breaker versus tyler Bate, the 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 nxt champion versus the nxt uk champion who will unify the belts and that um belongs to braun breaker as he defeated tyler Bate. um you know tyler Bate. i, I keep forgetting that he's only 25 26 years old and man he's super talented super super talented um, bright future ahead of him, s- along with Braun Breaker, um, and I I love how the crowd was behind both of them. I think more towards Bait, even you know chanting Tyler two Bates from the mm-hmm. get. So um, and you know uh, you know definitely like really cool spots. You know you had uh, you know Braun Breaker you know paying tribute to his father with with the top row bulldog. Um, and you know, Tyler Bate being a, in, in terms of like size, as little as he is, he is, he's strong and, and he could definitely, um, you know, hold but his he, own. He said, Bron, he said, Bron Breaker's small. No, no, Tyler Bate. Oh, Tyler, yeah, yeah, yeah Tyler Bate's very, yeah. I think his, um, physical ability of five, seven, mm-hmm. um, I think the way he could do in that size makes him feel like he's a bit he's a big person. Yeah. But yeah, I was saying I was like Braun Breaker's like my yeah. height. Like yeah, six. no, but but you know what? Um you you love to see how how both have grown. Like Tyler Bate, um, you know, when he first became NXT champion, oh NXT UK champion, they were like, Man, this kid is special. And a couple of years later, him in his second reign as NXT UK champion, he's just a, a tremendous performer and um has you know everything you can you everything you can want from a wrestler. Now with Braun Breaker, you know, 
He's the man. He, he is the man. He has the size. When he first started off, everybody thought, you know, with a name like Bron, Bron Baker, can it work? Um, you know, he was still, you know, uh, uh, raw in terms of like in ring talent. But look at how far he's come. Uh, it, it, it's it's incredible. Um, you know, but you know, uh, Bron Baker is the champion. Um. I wonder if 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 you know uh, the people who who lost like Bait, uh, Mako, um, if they stick around till mm-hmm. you know NXT Europe is created and 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 up and going. So um, my my interest now is who is the next man up for Breaker because Breaker has been knocking them down one by one. Um, and it's like, all right, who, who is it going to be? I mean, I know that it was teased not, uh, you know, not too long ago that Apollo could be that guy. Um, so, you know, time will tell. But I, I personally believe this uh, was an incredible um, NXT event. Uh, it, it had shades like a takeover in, in some aspects. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would give this, you know, if I had to rate this pay-per-view like a B plus. Either way, A minus with Clash the Castle and B plus for yeah. Close Collide. B, B B plus because like the NXT women's title match uh was a little flat. It was solid but but a little flat. And then mm-hmm. in um with the with the four way uh, elimination match for the you know for the tag team titles, um it, it, there was just a lot of like chaos and rumbling. So um. But, you know, nevertheless, I, I thought it was a great event. Uh, it was a great event and a big win for NXT. And, um, you know, the, the uh, NXT's future, whoever doubted NXT 2.0's future. Uh, which I, yeah, I, I doubted them. When NXT 2.0 was created, I was like, damn, I don't know how they're going to recover from ba- black and gold. And let me tell you, they've been doing a really, really solid job. And, uh, um, yeah, it it's still enjoyable to me so no and as long as long as triple h is there nxt gonna be just fine yeah so but no that was and to summarize so much wrestling for weekend you know won't be the first won't be the last time we have to do this back to back days multiple hours non-stop it's just it's so worth it for us as fans to just enjoy Wrestling as a whole, yeah. You know, when's the last time as a kid? When's the last time you had to enjoy three days of straight wrestling? Uh, I mean, you can answer if you want to answer it. I'm just saying, I'm speaking out of out of out of uh, rhetorical. I don't a good Friday night, a great Saturday night, a great Sunday night. Usually, you know, usually I, I can't think of one, but. Like there's 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 a lot of wrestling. It's just a lot, a lot of wrestling. That's what you want. Like look, like Mondays it's it, it's Raw, right? Tuesdays it's NXT. AEW Wednesdays. AEW, right? Thursdays it's like Impact, right? Mm-hmm. Fridays it's AEW Rampage and, Japan. and and SmackDown, right? And then Saturdays they took Saturdays to sometimes host a pay per view event. Right, you know, and then Sundays, pay per view day, you know, whenever that time. So it's like it's a lot. I, I it, just wish, I just wish WWE went back to Sundays and AW has Saturdays. But this is the switch for now, so be it. Um, it's it's so worth it. It's so much fun. Yeah, like yeah, I I I can I can do this for a while. Let, let's let's go. <laughs> For as long as you can take it. Yeah. So, but, um, any, how do you feel what's going on with Punk now with the more information coming out? Well, you know, usually, usually we do a, a rumor episode, or not a rumor episode, but yeah, like hot topics and throughout the week. But we spoke with yesterday. Right. And now, as right, I told right, before. Right. Right, you know, so, a few days, and yeah. now we have some more stuff today, which is I think is very prevalent to talk about. Right, and, and you know what? Like I took the time to look at 
the you know the post show uh you know the interviews uh after all out and let me tell you my personal opinion regardless of what omega did oh you know omega said or the young book said or hangman said whatever the case may be punk you're the top baby face of that company you are right, right now the guy in the company you are the number one guy you're booked like the number one guy listen whatever the situation with the whole cold cabana thing just i'm not gonna say ignore it but it you go. can just let it go and just say no comment no comment you'll be the bigger person you'll you will absolutely be the bigger person and like I thought it, it was, you know, very childish on his part, you know, kind of like bring all this up. And I get he's trying to defend himself because he is tired of the disrespect from multiple sources and these multiple lies and stuff like that. And I, and I get you're kind of clear. You're trying to clear your name, mm-hmm. but just just ignore it. Just ignore it because... Or don't do that, it in that in, in that situation in that space. Yeah, that that way you would gain so much, you know, so much more respect. And then here's the thing: we we really don't know. Again, like we're getting different, you know, different reports. We're we're saying that Punk was the one who threw the first punch. Then we're getting uh that axe uh steel through a chair at Nick jo- uh, Nick Jackson knocking him out. But and at the same time he. Hold on, Kenny Omega's hair, and also bit Kenny Omega. Like, there's a lot going on, and to be honest with you, this is what I think it's going to happen. Um, X Steel is not going to work there anymore. Uh, I think X Steel will be fired. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of what happens with the talent, I really don't know what happens with Punk. I don't know if he's going to be suspended. Um, to tell you, I I don't blame. And here's the thing. I said about don't don't um be the bigger person whatnot. I'm not gonna blame Punk, and I'm not gonna blame uh put that blame on the young bugs. Or I put the uh, blame on Tony Khan. You put, are the owner of the company. You, exactly. You, you called you, in yep. the media day after the fact. The same yep. way Triple H does that, and it was a little it's a little, it was a little weird. And no, yep, they did that in WWE. Uh, Roman Reigns had a very weird yep. and weird cryptic um, in a, um, media a media display was last about a whole five. Oh, he was acknowledged. Yeah. Looked at looked at Triple H, Triple H like I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know, I don't know what to say. My, my thing, my, my and thing walk is, out. And now yeah. this happened to AEW. It's a copycat. Yeah, I, I, I'm listen. I'm not saying you know what. I, I'm not even choosing sides. To be honest with you. Uh, I'm not saying you know what uh, Punk is the toxic one, or you know what uh, Hangman and the Bucks going to confront Punk. Th- they're at fault. I think as the owner of AEW, you have to put, you have to grow a pair. You have to grow a pair, and you're letting all these relationships, right? Your 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 close friendship with Punk or your close friendship walk all over you. You know what? That's what's creating a toxic environment. And look at that. Your four or five uh biggest stars in the company are feuding, right? Your core, they, your core four, and to, your number one guy. To to the point where they don't even want to work with each other. So what's gonna happen? And 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 I've seen like and I kind of seen and study the you know um the 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 all out media scrum and as as Punk was saying, you know, certain things that were complete nonsense, right? That that he didn't really have to like expose or say. All you see is Tony Khan shaking his head, like, no. As the owner, be like, listen, like, stop it, stop it. But no, he looked all scared because I frankly believe he's scared of what CM Punk was gonna say. Like, it's crazy. This brawl is now turning into legal actions. Like, it is mind. Was it? And Punk had no choice but to defend himself when it came to Cole Cabana because that is the biggest story that's coming out of yeah. stuff outside of wrestling other than the Vince McMahon. So right. Vince should go out before he, before he finished up, should have walked on and addressed everything. Didn't. Went yep. out 
as soon as Trump came out and gave his last hurrah to WWE and, and ended up. That's fine. Yeah. I would prefer him to say something saying, don't believe the lies, believe in me, and then walk out. Exactly. So, Punk defended himself. No knock to it. The problem is when Colt, he was done with the Colt thing and he said to those, what was the exact words? To those who feed into the into the, into the media, fuck you. For those who don't, I apologize. So cool. So you're here to defend yourself. Exactly. As soon as he turned over saying that Hangman Adam Page, not Adam Page, went into business for himself. Tony goes stop, 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 stop. stop. Exactly. And, and, that and, no, and not only that, and that's where he lost it with Punk. Right. And when Punk said EVPs, Tony Khan. You know that's who you. the EVPs are. <laughs> that, those are your underlings. Those are ones you that you said. You know who the EVPs guys. are. Like, you this, have the, to here's, put... Here's the hands of the puppets. These are who you work with. All the EVPs are your people. No, but here's the thing. That's the thing. Tony Khan is the puppet. You're being worked. You're the he puppet master and you're the he puppet is everybody being else. Worked. He is being worked by CM Punk, by Kenny Omega, by, by the Young Bucks, uh, those who have power. And he's just sitting there nodding at the at the at the media scrum like no. And to be honest with you, Ringside News um reported this uh, about like four or five hours ago, um that the AEW locker room um are sympathizing with MJF after the CM Punk. Yes, it took his whole moment. It took this was MJF's moment, and now All Out is not being remembered as MJF's this grand is return. Is when Tony Khan dropped the ball. Yes, and the inmates ran the sound. Now tomorrow, no wonder Cody Rhodes left. Tomorrow, no wonder Cody left. If MGF has his promo, right? He will. I'll be another. It wasn't the night. It wasn't the night at MJF. It became all. It became AEW's higher up struggling. Tomorrow, now now I gotta make it up. Have MGF fight. Have MJF do a promo. Do something to get like. My bad. Do something. Have MJF squash Punk in a in a in a in a in ring situation. Not even a match. Just like talk about in ring, whatever. Have him punch him out, whatever the case may be. Do something to put MJF back over. He's already over, but he's over with the fans. He's not over in the company. You had that moment. You've lost it because you're the media situation. Have something to bounce back on. Otherwise, our grants. I know you're going. I'm unable to go. Uh, otherwise, you better capitalize there. Have Punk win by DQ, so you save that for full gear in uh, in Newark. Or you make it happen at Arthur Ashe. You give belt, you give um, Punk the loss. MJF gets the belt, and then MJF doubles down and beats Punk at full gear, and give him a sweep, and that. Send Punk back into another direction. Next person up. Bring in Omega. Bring in Brian Danielson. Bring in Adam Cole. Bring in somebody to now give NJF his journeys now, his run as champ. Yeah. This is a matter of time. You messed it up. Now you have to double yeah. down. Uh, and, and, this and guy, just, everything you, he needs and more to get up. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, like, I'm not here. Listen, I, I, I don't think it's a work. And if it's a work, then you know, congratulations to AEW for 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 doing this. But my, I'm not picking the side here, right? I I'm just saying, in, in terms of CM Punk, right? I I get you're trying to defend yourself, but mm-hmm. like there was a lot that shouldn't have you know, like you could have kept to yourself and just say, you know what, I don't want to talk about it and blah blah blah. Or you know, instead of mentioning uh EVPs you could have been like oh there's people that spread these lies but and let the fans speculate right but you specifically targeted the EVPs which you already know you mentioned Cole Cabana and you know you mentioned uh, hangman and then it's like damn and then at, when it comes to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks we don't know how they storm into CM Punk's locker room I, we 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 still don't know how they they went to address him or confront As him. As time progresses, we will see more and more yeah. and more. So I'm just saying, like like you know, both 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 parties, right? The elite and and CM Punk 
they're they're at fault. But the biggest one at fault is Tony Khan because he lets everybody walk on him. And and in this whole, you know, uh, fake persona when he's like, oh, I won't let this uh, shit happen in terms of WWE. Like, you're letting your own people use you. You're letting your own people walk over you, right? Like, notice, and I'm not a body language or face, you know, expert, but if you look at Tony Khan's facial expressions and body language, he was super uncomfortable every time CM Punk addressed one of those names. Like, no, as the owner, step up and be like, listen, we can't talk about this. Boom. Right. And and that and and then fans will respect you because it's like, all right, you're protecting your your you know you're protecting your uh, you're protecting your wrestling company, right? But at the same time, it's like I don't know if you let that happen because now that's all people talk about. That's right. all people have been talking about since since Sunday. And, and we shall talk about it later on, and after more than one, and further on. And no, further on. We, we will definitely re, you know, recap this and add to this, um, uh, this upcoming weekend when uh, we come up with the next episode. That's a fact. But as of for right now, that will conclude today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in week in week out. So in love, back to back days now. There's actually threes in a row between the TikTok stream, the Twitch stream. Um, episode yesterday and episode today. So, catch us on all social media platforms at Twitter at Flip Wrestling, Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. Check us out on Instagram at sfw.podcast. Check us on all our streaming platforms that we are given for the podcast viewership. We are on YouTube at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, and anywhere you get your audio from. We're home on Anchor. You can listen on Anchor as well. Anchor, shout out to you guys nonstop for the love, for the appreciation that you guys get for us. Um, if you guys want to start your own podcast, anchor.com slash FM is how you get started. So we started, and we've been going hot ever since. So another grateful day all wrapped up. And until uh, next time, Soto. I will see you on the other side. Yes, sir. See you soon. <laughs>